Episode 104. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with Alicia Jenkins. This is Real Church Matters. We talk real church matters because real church matters. matters. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing good? Yeah. Good, good. So we we stopped the first part. Well, it stopped us. But the conversation went on, and then I think it was cool this way because the conversation went on when we was at the park, and then conversations proceeded with other people after they heard the first podcast. Oh, for real? Yeah. So just people, I think they kind of understood it, but I think there was a lot of like setup before we got to the. Yeah, before we got to the meet. So, like, I just I learned a lot more that I want to share in this one because of those conversations. Um, and so I, I feel like it is part two, but I feel like we're we're taking it to another place. Okay. So, um, what did you think though? Before we <laughs> before I get I get going, what did you think of? listening back to it. it it really gave me an eye-opener about myself and about my faith and um how you think that you you have so much faith or you so um focused on god when we all get distracted within our own mess yeah yeah so i think that's what i got out of it yeah I, and i think that's where i want to focus on today we talk about being distracted in our own mess and using that analogy of, well, not even analogy, but using the passage of scripture. We talk about Peter. Mm-hmm. He's walking on the water and he gets distracted by the wind that he sees and it causes him to sink. And so I've been asking people all week, like, what is the thing that is distracting you from doing what God has told you or giving you ability? But before I and I've been asking people and they haven't been answering it straight out. (laughs) And so it's been annoying me. And I think the reason is, I think I told you this, that I feel like I'm not explaining it well. Uh And so I'm sitting back and thinking and what God was putting on my heart is like you're focusing too much on a part of reality that is not reality to them. Uh So it's, it's, it's not like Peter could see why he was singing. Why he was sinking? While he was sinking? Exactly. He, he wasn't like, oh, I'm wind. I'm yeah, I'm sinking because I'm looking at the wind. I'm asking people to be self-aware. Exactly. But what makes us self-aware is the Holy Spirit. What gives us that ability to see exactly what's messing us up, to see exactly the mess that we in, to see exactly why we are sinking, is the Holy Spirit. And I'm asking, I'm challenging people to see something in themselves. And people taking it like all over the place. They're taking it all over the place. <laughs> because I, though I can see it. Because we always can see other people's mess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure that Jesus could see it. I'm pretty sure the other people on the boat was like, oh, I just saw him look at the wind. And now he's sinking. Like, I could put two and two together. Like, now it's hot and I start beating fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. You can see that, but he couldn't see it. Yeah. All he knew, he was sinking. So when he had, when the wind blew, basically, he felt like he didn't have no control. He didn't have no control. But 
getting people to understand the thing that is distracting them. Do you get what I'm saying? Is is hard. All you can, all they know is they sinking. Yeah. All they know is every time they try to walk but out, we the sink word, because we want to have control. But that's the thing. I I, I wanted to say that. I came <laughs> into this podcast like we're gonna talk about control. <laughs> We're going to talk about control. Oh, I wanted goodness. to say it. I really did. And God was just something like, it's the reality. It's, this whole thing is me trying to help people get a reality that they're not getting. Mm-hmm. So when you look at this person, we get the answer by what Jesus says. Mm-hmm. We always get the answer by what Jesus says. So what does Jesus say once he's sinking? He he remarks about his lack of faith. Mm. So all the whole time, I so can, basically he he didn't trust God. Exactly. So I can talk all the time about make it about the win. Exactly. But, so what's the thing that's preventing you from this? And people are trying to analyze their life. At the end of the day, there's no faith. And without faith, it's without faith, to please. Because here's the thing. And with faith in the face of whatever when you'll stand. Wow. Without faith, anything that presents itself to you will always seem bigger than what God is trying to do in your life. I'm looking at the story and I'm like, yo, Peter, like you, you was walking, you was doing something you never did before. I can look at your life and be like, Felicia, you're doing something you never did before. You're really going to, you can do this. Come just a few more steps. Come on, come on. And you're like, I'm sinking. And I don't know why. And <laughs> you don't understand. And I'm thinking she needs to see why she's sinking. But she really needs to see she doesn't have faith. And when you look at people's interactions with God, they're never trying to get faith. And that's the thing, like, I think that I've realized over this, these well, since like, when was that, last week, the week before? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was that's, like two weeks That's ago. like the hard truth with a lot of people. You don't have faith. Like, we 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 bite our tongues. We don't say what's on our heart. And not, not saying that you got to go out here and just be blunt. But I'm just saying just you don't have faith in whatever is told to you to say that it's going to turn out the it, you wanted to turn out the way you wanted to turn out right. versus the way that God gonna have and it we to see, turn out. So I wanted to see that as control. Yeah. But it's not. It's really about having faith it's to no move faith. when you're supposed to move or stay still exactly. when you're supposed to stay still. Because let me let me break let me break this down to you. The reality that a lot of people are having is, and I'm guilty of it too, is I'll think that I grow as my understanding of God's word grows. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. That's not what the agenda is. The agenda is not for me to know God's word mm-hmm. or even understand it. Take a simple scripture that people get wrong all the time. People get wrong by your, by your stripes, we are healed. Mm-hmm. They think that he's talking about your stomach ache or your flu or your chlamydia or your herpes. You got to grow up. <laughs> sure, yo, that's not what he's talking about. He's saying, by your stripes, you are healed. By Jesus' stripes, you know, this is the week of Easter. You are healed. He's talking about the only thing that ailed you, which is the fact that you were sick with sin. Mm-hmm. 
So that scripture passage is always misinterpreted. And people say, like, you coming in, you got the flu, and they say, Father, by his stripes, she is healed. And then people take that and they go home and they And think they do that, all this stuff. Yeah. Like, Jesus got all those whippings for your tummy ache. That's not true. Now, mm-hmm. that doesn't discount the fact that he's a healer and that he came to heal people's diseases. But he didn't do all of this. And God didn't do all of this to heal your stomach ache. He did all of this to heal your mind, your body, and your spirit. spirit. And the reality is, is that there are people who misinterpret that scripture, and I can get upset. But I'm, I even me sitting and trying to break that scripture down for them, it doesn't get to the truth. The truth is that scripture had to be revealed to them by me, and not by them, and mm-hmm. by not by the spirit in them. Why? Because I'm thinking it's about them understanding the word. It's about them having faith. Mm-hmm. The scripture shut me right up. I was thinking about all this stuff, and I was like, honestly, I was at a place. I was at a, a funeral, and I was like, just the way the people was acting, I was like, yo, I don't even know if these people could ever know God. Wow. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, they was just so belligerent, so so ignorant, uh-huh. you almost feel like, do they even have the capacity? So, you know, the one uh-huh. woman cussed in the in the church and was like, pardon my French. And I'm like, that level of ignorance, that level of wow. lack of control and full of impulse, can that person ever come to know God? Because wow. I'm thinking the things that I know about the word, I'm like, D- can her brain even comprehend this stuff? And God had to reprimand me like, who do you think you are? <laughs> you you think you a genius or something? Like you think you just think you so smart. And the reality is that one scripture shuts you up. He said, "Faith come by hearing." Yep, and hearing the word. Hearing of God. the word of God. Mm-hmm. He didn't say intelligence come by hearing. Yeah. He didn't say holiness come by hearing. And I think that's what when when it that's that scripture alone when it say faith come by um hearing the word of God. Absolutely. It's like some people, it's like, okay, for example, music. You can hear music all day, and yeah, it, yeah. it just be that song that just speaks to you uh-huh. because you done played it over and over and over again. And even though I think some people just beat themselves up when they say, the, you know, hearing the word of God, it's not that you have to have understanding to that word right then and there. Yeah. Like if you keep replaying the word over and over and over again, yeah. then the whole Thought of how I mean your whole thinking process eventually changes. Changes, and this is how it changes. I had to. I'm telling you, when I realized this on the toilet, it blew my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it, okay? He's like, yo, you're trying to get people to understand. I'm trying to get them to have faith. Exactly. Faith and understanding are two different things. He said, I'm just trying to get people to have faith. Faith come by hearing. I didn't say understanding come by hearing. Understanding comes by the spirit. A spirit that is received when one embraces what? Faith. Faith. Yep. Oh, my. That's gracious. It's it's powerful. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. And and there's so many people, I mean. Who are focused on understanding. And they think about it. Listen, listen to me. How many conversations have we had? Where you were like, I just don't understand. And I'm trying to get you to understand. Something that you'll never understand by just me trying to explain it. 
but something that you can only understand once you come to have faith. Yeah. I was, and that's the, I think that we lie to ourselves and say we got faith until you're faced with the, the, the little easy stuff that, okay, I got faith something's going to get paid or God going to work it out when you know that a check is coming two weeks from now. Cheap faith. Exactly. Let me tell you why that's cheap faith. Like that's not what he's saying. He's not talking about faith that he will do. Exactly. He's talking about the faith in who he is. And all that. Because here's the thing. He There's is. people who believe that God can do, but don't believe in him enough to do what he said. You're right. So you sit all day and be like, I believe God going to work this situation out. God, like, I'm trying to do more than work your situation out. I'm trying to get you in another situation that benefits me. But I can't get you there because you only trust me to do, but not to do in you. Yeah. You only trust me to do. You don't trust it's me enough do. for you to do. Yeah. You don't do nothing God said. But you get mad when God don't do what you say. Right. This is where people at. So I'm getting mad because they don't understand something that they don't stand under. So when I look at this situation, I'm like, this is perfect. When it, it just, it blew my mind last night. Like I was like, yo, last episode, we talked about the fear of fear. Mm-hmm. This episode, we're talking about the fear of fear is really that we fear The lack faith. of faith. And it's the, the lack of faith. Yeah. The lack fear of faith. truly is the lack of faith. Mm-hmm. This man is looking at this wind and this wind he has more faith in believing and what then, that like, if wind God, can do. I feel like God already have everything mapped out for us, right? Yes. So I feel like even when people think that something came through, they think that, oh, my God, I had faith. I walked according. And no, you didn't. Right. At all. But, but, you're, but you're, you get it. You, but you got to stick. I wanted to stop you. I, I, you said I interrupted you. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm trying not to interrupt you as much. The reality that you just said, though, you said something as if it's a matter of fact, like everybody know it. What was the first thing you just said? You said, God, everything that God does is planned out. It's already. Yeah. It's already laid out. Yeah. You say it as if that's something people rest in and know to be true. They don't. They don't. So they you're, don't. that statement If we already... You're right. If we already, especially if you're a Christian, yes. you already know that. Establish these realities. Yeah. That he's all-knowing, exactly. all-seeing, has all power. Everything is already done according to his will. Yes. Every, like he's it's, everywhere. Exactly. He, he's omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent. All so of those So how omnis. could I have fear? How could I have lack of faith when... This is what I believe in. How could I even engage with God in a way where I'm constantly talking about the thing he told me to take no thought of? Exactly. Everybody talks about faith as it relates to things that he told you that if you had faith, you wouldn't think about. He said, take no thought in what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what you'll wear. He said, be not anxious for tomorrow. He said, because your father has got your back. And he said, today got enough worries of its own. He said, don't worry about it. He said, how much more will I take care of you if I take care of the birds that's flying in the air? 
and the lilies in the field. If I do all of that, how much more am I going to do for you? These are statements that if we connect to in faith, our conversations with God can go deeper. Wow. Yep. But instead, we always, it's just like when a, you meet a guy, as much as you want to hope that this guy has does, doesn't have a one-track mind, mm-hmm. you know that every conversation that he has is with the express agenda of how he can go from where he's at to somebody's bed, whether his or yours or anywhere in between. Yeah. And women know that and try to, what, deceive themselves that he could possibly want something more. And you know what's so crazy to me? I I, I don't want to leave on that like like that wasn't an example of another... (laughs) You gotta no, let me, so let me. no, I know you were, but I was oh, yeah. saying that I was getting to that point, like yeah, with yeah. the whole people know the motives or whatever, and just okay, like I was, I don't know if I, I didn't tell you this, but I was telling you, it's so crazy how society, well, the world yeah, view yeah. things. Um, all of this, I'm saying, uh, I want to be, I want a Nipsey to a Lauren, but I'm just like three weeks ago, y'all wanted a, a know the prayer that uh, Sierra prayed to get Russell. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like. What faith do you have that God will bless you with your own man for you? Yeah, but so that's what I mean. The, the, con- the constant conversation that we're having with God is with that agenda, and that agenda is false. It's phony. It's not real. It's not honest. Imagine a God who wants you to want him as bad as you want, want a man. Exactly. You want to wrestle. But you come to him. You friend zone God. You come to him trying to to figure out how to get him to hook you up with his mans. Exactly. With his best man. With his his (laughs) best mans, with his friends. We come to God for him to hook us up with somebody other than him. And he's sitting there like, how did I get friends on? Think about every time people come to God and engage with God in this fake faith. They are trying to figure out a way to get. Get something out of it. Yeah, but not knowing that already what's supposed to be had is going to be done. Regardless. He can't even move past what he already created. He said he formed you before he formed you in your mother's womb. He wrote out your life before he. You are predestined. The person you 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 are supposed to be with is an idea of of weirdness. Do you get what I'm saying? Like people people talk as if everybody has been predetermined to have somebody. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they 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 operate in that way. Like I know God has somebody for me. That's not, not true. true. It might be for you to be. It, it might be for you to not have nothing. You're right. People say stuff like, "I know that um I know that God has a career for me." It might be that you don't have a career. It might be that you just have a job. It might be that you don't have a four hundred one k. And then they, like people operate in a way where you think that certain things are entitled to you. So even when you use in faith, it's not real because you speak in this place of entitlement. Because I just feel like if if we had if we had true faith or me, then like you said, it wouldn't be no worrying. It's getting up, going, being thankful that I was able to see that day and just appreciate whatever comes with and, that day. And here's the thing: it's not the absence of worry. It's just knowing to how to put worry in its place. Yeah. That's what faith does. Okay. Can, l- l- look at it this way. You in a relationship, 
somebody can come and tell you they saw your man doing this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. If you got faith in that relationship, you know what I'm saying? you ain't going to believe that that person... You, you're not going to believe it. Mm-mm. You're just not going to take it into consideration. You, you heard him out. Yeah, a little doubt might have played in your mind, but the faith that you have in this person is going to cast that down. Yeah. Now, is that the way that we should operate with human beings? Nah. I was going to say no. Nah. But it's amazing how you will know people like that with their mans, but not with God. Right. You tell, they don't even, they hear one wow. thing, one rumor that God ain't real. Uh, and they questioning it. They questioning the whole yeah. relationship. Well, I'm going. Let me let me check. No one I've seen this scripture over. Yeah, no, you already like, seen this. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, no, I don't know. Like, now they got me. Now thinking. I gotta go ask. So hold on, you telling me you come in and you know question all the elders and the deacons. You and the questioning ministers. everybody. Now, yeah. now y'all got proven that just like going home to your man off of somebody something something somebody said. You like you need to prove to me where you were. He like I don't get no trust. No, men don't get trust. I'm I'm saying that on the podcast. Y'all can get upset with me. All of that. Trust no man. I'm sorry. We don't trust nobody. Yeah, well, our, our obligation is to trust God. Because people self. That's not men, to say that women, we. That's well, not to say no, men. Hold on. Yeah. I'm saying trust no human. That's what I meant. That's to yeah. say. But the reality is, is that that doesn't mean be paranoid. That doesn't mean sneak through phones and yeah. stuff. That doesn't mean think that. Think the worst. Do you, people don't understand these two things are mutually exclusive. To to not trust somebody does not mean to think the worst of it. No, 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 no. It just means that I don't. You what you do or don't do, what you say or don't say, cannot put me in a place of destroying me. Yeah, I I leave. Only words I hang on is God's. Yeah. Only actions I hang on is God. Because He said His word comes to pass. So that that's he said, true. I'm not a man that I should, should lie. lie. Yeah, that means that it men have the propensity because to what a, a man. I mean, well, man tell you or human tells you which sometimes what you want here. Not only that, how could you put your faith or your trust in someone that still has the opportunity to make a decision? Because it might glitter to them. Yes. And they they might just be curious of how how much of that sparkle actually sparks versus being able to say, oh, I don't, I don't care about that glitter. So when you leave it up to anybody, friends, man, husband, wife, whatever, anyone, you can come and confide in whoever. How could I trust you when you have a decision that if you want, and, and not even sometimes people don't even do it intentionally. Not at all. What we just talk about. I'm trying to get somebody to understand something they can only understand in faith. Exactly. Think about this. Think about if you had a spouse who you're trying to get them to understand how to love you. Mm-hmm. And the whole time they're like, I don't know how to love. I ain't never I ain't never have a father. I ain't never had this. Had that. All the That's not the reason you don't know how to love. Exactly. You don't know how to love because in order to understand love, you would have to have faith in God. Yeah. See, I'm saying something that will make somebody feel away. Because they know they dealing with people who don't have faith in God, but they think this man or this woman can actually have the capacity to love them. It's impossible. It's impossible. They're trying. Can is there people trying with all their heart? But yes, then I mean how how I mean that goes back to how much faith that goes back to how much faith would you have in God if you know that you're 
I mean, that's just an unbalanced situation. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. No, okay? but, but, but it is. But I, I get what you're saying. What is the unbalanced part? The unbalanced part is that we are not even engaging with people, people. in the place of faith in our hearts. So you, it's not unbalanced. So people be looking and saying, oh, you in church and your husband now, y'all unequally yoked. No, their yoke is right good. It's a big omelet. <laughs> omelet, though. Yeah, you know, it's because people think the yoke we talking about is Y-O-L-K instead of Y-O-K-E. Okay. But the, the yoke that we're supposed to be equally connected to is faith. Mm-hmm. It's not your husband cussing, you don't. It's not you go to church and he don't. It's not you are uh, reading your Bible at night and he don't. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you have the burden of faith and he has the burden of flesh. So that's what I remember oh when I was goodness. young, the burden of faith and got the burden of flesh. I remember. <laughs> so how do you how do you deal with that? And I'm asking that because I remember when I was young and I was in youth Bible study with you. And you gave me the definition of a carnal Christian. Oh, yeah. And how do you, because I feel like if, like you said, if you got the burdens of faith and your spouse got the burden of flesh, yeah. how could those two mix? They can't. Because so, somebody got to be faking this, what is right? It? What did the scriptures say? This is, And this is where the scriptures have to be believed so much that even when you put the scripture on top of your reality mm-hmm. and it don't seem like it fit, mm-hmm. you trust the word and not your reality. <laughs> I got to say that again. I got to say it again because it was that's, that's powerful because people do it all the time. When you put the word over top of your life and it don't fit, people tend to f- try to change the word instead of changing their reality. Mm. To try to make it fit. To try to make it fit. So you can so they'll feel... quickly say that don't work for every relationship. They'll wow. quickly say, you know, everybody's situation is different, as if the word adjusts like it's one size fit all. Wow. There's no elastic to this. If you want to fit in this, you have to lose weight. The Bible says the weight that so easily besets us. We got to lose weight to fit in this. Ain't no stretchy material to this. Ain't this ain't no Lululemon leggings. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if you yeah. want to fit in the word, you're gonna have to give up something. Yeah. You don't get to stretch the word and say, see, even though you skinny and it fits you, is I'm fat and it fit me. No, no, somebody's not gonna fit in this. So the, I'm saying that to say there is a scripture that lets us know the reality that we say we shared it already. These people are unequally yoked because one is relying on faith in God's word. The other is relying on faith in other things. These people are married. This person may want this man to come into the faith, but they're not doing a thing that brings someone to the faith because there's, they're told that that don't work or they say they tried it and it don't work. Or they don't have true faith that it could work. Sometimes the people around us reveal the lack of faith in us. Yeah. Sometimes the people around us re- let us see that we ain't as faithful as we thought we were. Real church and real truth. I got shit. some work to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, like seriously, no, so, though, so I totally look, understand. Look, but look at the scripture. It says faith comes by hearing. Yes. Hearing the word of God. Hearing the word of God. I don't. I don't. We keep telling people. 
don't talk your husband here. Yeah, I totally get that. And you know what I tell you all the time? I be like, dang, you just put me in uncomfortable conversations and positions. Yes. And sometimes I feel like you got to do that without even having to say too much. You're now, on, and think I, about our conversations. It's never, I'm never like, now, Felicia, turn her. Turn your Bibles to. First, Not at all. It's a conversation. <laughs> a simple conversation. With simple you... truths mm-hmm. that are founded in the word. Those those truths, they 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 will challenge the person. Okay. You're right. You're right. And giving them something to think about. Not telling somebody, hey, babe, before we go to bed, for now on. For now on, Christians kill me. Yeah. But for now on, I just was thinking, like, for now on, babe, we, we got to pray together. every night uh-huh. together. No, what you need to do is understand it. This person got to come by faith I mean, the same with, way you did. Exactly. With me, it's so funny you say that. Because I, I would never say, oh, babe, we got to pray together, all that. No, I just pray out loud. Like, you going to hear it. Then eventually it start being like, oh, amen. And prayer, Jesus, like, prayer is, that's what's up. Prayer is awesome. But prayer is not hearing the word. Exactly. And if you, especially if you know that your significant other is not going to church, where are they hearing the word? Exactly. And especially if you ain't coming home from church and, oh, how was church? Or you getting asked that See, question, like, how I'm, was work? Because I'm going to tell you something. It's disrespectful to me. And this is going to shout out to every man or woman that I've ever engaged with. I think it's disrespectful for you to engage with me, have fruitful conversation with me, and then go home to your spouses. You better stop. <laughs> I'm hearing you, though. I'm serious. Uh, yeah. I get it. Go home to your spouses and try to give them what I said to you instead of taking what I said and giving it from your heart to them. Wow. So now this person never met me, but he heard, he heard all about me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard about you, man. You know, you, she, she always quotes you. She... she she ain't quoting me because I'm not saying this is I don't own this stuff. This is not copywritten by force. Wow. He ain't quoting me. That's I don't true. even like when people say that. Like, uh, yeah, I quote you all the time. No, you actually speak in the word. In so many words, it's the word. If it ain't the word, then, yeah, you quoting me and that ain't nothing you should be quoting anyway. Yeah. And I feel like, you know. They be doing too much for trying to toot your horn anyway. You all right. Don't toot my horn because when God toot his, I'm going to be up there and you're going to be down here. Exactly. Not taking away that you're very, you know. I'm I'm whatever. I, I, I'm whatever. Because at the end of the day. You, you right. And that, that, that don't even, even like you said, take from what you give and then try to go take it. People do that a lot in their lives. The moment they hear something that sounds so good. They'll they get on the phone or they'll get with somebody and and sit here and there you go mimic everything you said to that person to try to think that 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 um talk or whatever you gave to them that God might have gave to you only for them they try to put it off on someone else. It's it's the reality is Felicia, I would I wouldn't even mind that. It's a start, yeah. but I'm gonna tell you what's not gonna work. It's never gonna work when you don't really have faith. That God can change their heart. You just have are trying to have faith that God can change them to be comfortable to you. Yeah. So how many women desires. really just want their husbands to not cheat? And how many women are bothered that their husband is cheating on God? Yeah. How many women are really losing sleep at night because their husband's not home and he's he he is doing something? That is against God. And how many women are upset their husband's not home 
because he's doing something with somebody else other than them. That's a lot. So a lot of people don't want to help their their loved ones. They just yeah. want their loved ones to want them and want and honor them and do what they want. There's women who wow. don't want their husbands to to be freed from lust. They just want their husbands to lust them. But it's not still not healthy. And we'll find out it's not healthy when you sick and you can't give him the bodily desires he has. And he's he's he feels like he is overwhelmed and has to go somewhere else because he doesn't know how to discipline himself. Because he don't have he never really dealt with it. He just hid his sin in the the doors of marriage. And he never heard the word. Never heard the word. So no. he don't have no faith. He has no control. Yeah. At all. So people think that this person is right because they married, but you can't even catch a break. You got to ice you up like you didn't play game six. <laughs> Look, if a start go hold disrupted my whole household, Alexa, play Pastor Cook Sunday for 11. You have to hear the <laughs> you word. You know, but seriously. Have to hear the word. Have to hear the I, word. I, I because that, that, the agenda, and we all know it. This is just reminder. No, no, no. Know I it. know. You know what I mean? We We know it, but... A lot of times, our conversations, the podcast in general, is just to put the word in people's ears again, to remind them. And also, the way God reminds us, he never says the same thing the same. He always says the same thing different. And everything that's said, how sometimes he may reveal it to you, might be different to how it's revealed to me. But don't mean that it don't stand on the truth. Don't mean Period. it's just like it correcting somebody. That he he don't mean your sickness when he says by your stripes we are healed. Exactly. It doesn't absolve the fact that Jesus came to heal the sick. Exactly. It's just saying don't misinterpret the scripture. And and a lot of people do, and then they lose faith if if it works out to like um. And I was having a conversation with my supervisor. He lost his mother, right? And mm-hmm. before he lost his mother, I was praying for him. You know, he's praying for me. He's you know real. He's a real good guy, but, you know, he he the only child, all of this. And, like, he have understanding about God and faith and all this stuff. And I was, so once she passed and he came back to work, this was a couple of weeks ago, and we was talking, and he was like, I got so angry with God. I said, how could you? I said, because you're a believer. So if you already have faith in God, whatever decision that was made, you know, they try to find all the reasons to blame it on the doctors, blame it on this person, blame it on that person. I said, well, how you know that God didn't want her to suffer no more? You ain't had faith in his word en- enough to know that you, he the, the right decision was made yeah. at the right time. So how did you become angry with God? Yeah. You, you're absolutely right, Ms. Jenkins. I just don't understand that when things, I said it's called selfishness to me. That's what it's called. We we are very selfish. The moment that the things that we expected to pan out or, you know, we sit around. And God already know we can't fool him. So when we go around here and I got faith and I'm standing on the word yeah. and I'm just going, I'm going to take this. I'm going to play it by ear because I know God going to handle it. And all, this, all the while, that's a lie. And I I was, I mean, I've been honest with myself. That's because it's, let's keep it real, though. Let's Let's put it like this. It ain't faith. If you really want to know if you got faith. It ain't faith if you sink it. You're right. If you sink it. Whether you sinking in private or in public, it's you know, not faith. The only sinking that matters is private. Yeah. Let me tell you this. It's, we, I can't, I'm not gauging your faith on your bank account. 
I'm mm-hmm. not gauging your faith on your job. I'm not gauging your faith on the house you have or the car or lack of car you have. I'm not thinking a person with a Rolls Royce has more faith than a person who take the Metro. Yeah. I'm not thinking that. I'm not thinking the person who make $100,000 a year has more faith than the person who just makes barely minimum wage. I'm not mm-hmm. thinking that. I'm gauging faith by who is sinking and who is standing. I just, it's, this conversation is just like so bomb to me. And I say that because. You look very satisfied. You, like, you just sat back like, uh, this, hit, this is hitting the spot, man. <laughs> no, because it really is. And and it's, it go with so, it's like, it's the umbrella should just be faith. Yeah. And like everything falls and, under. And honestly, it is. It's just that we don't piece the scriptures together. It's like, okay, without faith. It's impossible, impossible to please them. Yeah, like, great. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go scripture. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> you, you, you get over there. Without faith, but no, it's impossible, it's impossible to, please. to please. Yes. And then if you're not hearing the word. The, Paul said, anything that's not done in faith is sin. Exactly. They, so they it's don't get like, more umbrella than that. You might as well call him Rihanna. Come on now. He's, yeah. If so it's you, like, dang, I need to stand under his umbrella. <laughs> I don't need to understand no more. I'm not I'm not concerned about Felicia understanding. I'm realizing that the only way I ever understood is because I began to stand under the word of God. Wow. Stand under it first and you'll understand it. Mm-hmm. Faith precedes everything. Yeah, and I think that sometimes the and the, the Bible always talks about be slow to speak. Yeah. And quick to listen. Yes. And it's like we sit here and we we talk, and I, talk, 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 talk. We talk, 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 and we actually talk ourselves. Think we talking ourselves, making ourselves believe or have faith when sometimes it's, it's nothing needs it to be said. It doesn't work that way. The words you say are not the thing that gives you faith, but we think it is. But because guess what, people, guess what scripture they get messed up with that? Yes. Oh, the 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 uh, power of the tongue. Yeah. So you think you got to start speak? I got to speak this stuff. Misinterpreted. <laughs> he was talking about the power of the tongue as it relates to the damage that it can do to one, exactly. the people around you. Not sitting Not here. the damage it does to your faith because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The mouth mm-hmm. is only speaking what is in the heart. The mouth is full of what the heart is full of. Exactly. So w- when we look at that and people are like, well, I ain't going to speak that into existence or I'm not going to say that. I'm not really sick. Uh, uh, you look sick. You're, you you look like you, you your color is gone on your face. Your eyes is bloodshot. You, you you're losing to, weight. Exactly. You need to go to the doctors. I'm not sick. Saying you're not sick does not remove the reality that you're sick. Exactly. That's not faith. That's delusion. That's okay. So let me t- let me before we go, I want to I want to touch on this reality too. That people have to understand that the agenda because we're saying this and we're learning the the way that we fight fear is with faith. The agenda of faith is for you to stand under God's word. It's impossible for you. It's impossible for you to please God without faith. That means it's also impossible for God to use you. Exactly. There are people who are talking about being used by God. So in order for God to do the work in you, you got to start the work. And how to start the work is start listening to, let to the, the work, word. The work of God. 
be worked in your life. Exactly. What is the work of God? He said, faith without works it's is dead. dead. Now, what is he saying? He's saying the work that has been done in you is faith. And then that work of faith will precede a work in the world. Yeah. Dang. That's why he's saying, that's why he said, let this light be in you. What light? Faith. This also in Christ Jesus. Lord, let this mind be in you. The work That's the work of faith. Then he says, let your light so shine before men. What is that light? That is the work that has been done in you. So your faith is, you it, your faith, faith so is your light that you even scared to go. You got the light, you yeah. got the light, but you so scared. You lack faith. People lack faith so much that they scared to even step anywhere that that's dimmed. I ain't even gonna say darkness. That's dim. Let's talk about that. You can't say that you have faith if you can't say you're a light if you don't have faith. Faith is the power of your light. Bulb. You know this faith thinking go on. It can, <laughs> on but on. but the way we're talking about it is. <laughs> but, like, this is the real work. Yeah. When I sit in my room and I'm asking God uh, to do anything, I'm asking him to help my faith. I'm asking him to work on my faith. Why? Because we are slow. We should be slow to speak. What does Jesus refer to in the Bible as slow? He refers to the people as slow to faith. He said it twice. One of the times he said it, because he had cut, he had died. This mm-hmm. is kind of appropriate for Easter. He died and he rose. They went to the tomb, started crying. The angel said, "What are you crying for?" He already. I, I'm here to remind you what he already told you. Mm-hmm. That, that he had to die and he was going to rise. They went back. These four women went back. Told the disciples that he's not there. They said it's impossible. Why are they saying that? Even though Jesus told the disciples he would die and rise again. Lack of faith. Didn't remember. Lack of faith. So then Jesus is standing beside them. Uh-huh. They're talking with one another, reasoning with one another. Jesus says, hello. And they say, what's this stranger doing here? He said, I'm not a stranger. You all are fools. He called them fools and slow to faith. So we got people in the church they're trying to move and do things. They're saying that they're Christians, but they can't even see Jesus when he's right under their nose because they don't have faith. Jesus said those people are fools. So you got people who don't believe that God can do a work in their home trying to believe that God want to use them in church. Yeah, that's fools and foolish. I had to look in the mirror. I've been a minister since I was 23. And I'm looking at my home. Everybody at church is saying, you're so mighty, you're a mighty man of God. The words that you say help me do all of this stuff. And God was like, how's your home look, though? I wonder, like. I, let's, let me finish this because I don't want to miss this because it's, it's somebody need to hear this. I'm bold to say things in here but scared to talk to my brother. Yeah, that would be crazy. This, that wasn't. Would be crazy. It was crazy. crazy. Yeah. I'm I'm scared to, to bring my family together and have a family meeting. I'm scared to bring my family together and say, we're going to have Bible study every Friday, every day, every f- week for the, tell Jesus, take me out of here. Exactly. As much as we can, we're going to do this together. The way we should have did it when we all lived together as children and teenagers. 
and young men and women. We had an opportunity to do this. I'm missing out. I'm in the church preaching my heart out, but I don't have nothing after I leave. That's like a person. That's like a, a, a performer. That's a performer, a singer. Singers, you know, Mariah Carey, any of those singers, they don't sing everywhere. No, they don't. They only sing when they get paid. Matter of fact, they their family probably like I you don't ask her to sing Happy Birthday. She ain't gonna do it. She only sing on stage. How many people you know come to church and they only let God use them? They only got faith for the stage. Oh, I'm a minister. You come in here and I walk in that minister and people be like, man, you a different person. That's not a compliment to me no more. It's not a compliment when people be like, yo, you. A, the way you was moving, God was using you today. You're a different person. Every day of my life should be that powerful. Every day, every moment of my life. That's what I challenge myself. Mm -hmm. That's the faith that works. That by in, anybody that I'm close to or deal with on a continued basis, I'm not afraid to share the word or the works of God as I do the people of the church. And I'm a minister we, here, but I'm a we, I'm I'm what am I? I'm a man everywhere else, and that's what we. I think that's what we fold at because we we have, the faith is in the title. We're we're no different than Superman, and it don't even have to be like I said last week. It don't have to be that you gotta flaunt it, sit here and say, "Oh, I got to drill it in you," and it's quoted da da da. But what kills me with people. Is they don't do it to the right people, but they do it to the people that they that they think wants to hear. Felicia, let me let me tell you mm. what you're saying. I know that if I if they hear the word, they will grow in faith. But when I have conversations with you, we talking about family stuff. Did you hear about this one? The minute somebody say, "Did you hear?" I already know you gossiping. Exactly. You sharing every news but the good news. And you think then you're gonna look and say you love me. Wow. You're gonna look and say you love me and you care for I me. I just wonder, am I one of the people that like talks to you, right? Mm -hmm. And just like don't tell you what you want here. You know me. I'm just like a person that's like, I ain't gonna be telling you, oh, the sun is shining good with me, or you know, go to school. No, quoting. people people are honest. But at the end of the day, like the question isn't, am, are you honest with me? The question is, am I honest with you? Because mm -hmm. you, you can be honest job? all the time, but that is what actually causes people to not want to say anything to you. Yeah. Because they don't want to get cut down. They and don't want to They don't want to offend you if you're going to say what's really on your heart. But And, I was ex I was, and that's why I think that sometimes I am misunderstood. Yeah, because people care about you, but care in the wrong way. Yeah. See, I care, but I don't care. Yeah. If it, you get what I'm saying at the same time, because I care about your spirit, I don't yeah. care about your feelings. Exactly. I'm not here to pet feelings. I'm here to build spirit. Yeah. I'm not here to flirt with flesh. I'm here to build spirits. That's right. what people are doing. Yeah. That that's what they're doing. Like, hey, they they'll they'll call me and talk about the word with me, but they'll call you. And just talk about anything. Like yeah. you chop liver. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, uh, we got to get out of that. You have to. I had to learn that in my family. Because there's certain people in my you, family. Like you, you just, we just knew like uh, whatever with them. But, but that's what I try like to. That's what blow. That's what. Sh that's like a few that like lights for me. Uh -huh. 
is like, I can talk to anybody. I could talk to you all day. And I don't have to sit here and, like you said, it don't have to be quote inscriptions or nothing. It just be reality of the situation without no line or no turning up or no gossip or anything such nature. But then I, I always have to, can I just have a genuine conversation that I understand that you're safe, you're living the life for Christ or whatever, but every other word or I just got to pray or whatever you got to do is for you. But here's another thing, Felicia. A lot of people are not going to, they have to learn to fight in the faith. So there's times where you give me pushback, just like everybody did. But you I still gave my, push I, forward. Yeah, I gave my mom pushback. She would say something that I knew God revealed about me. And I would just be fighting and defending it instead of receiving it and having a better conversation of, of, of what in the world God is trying to do and getting encouragement and getting exactly. a word that helps me build my faith in the word that he just said. Instead, people just fighting it. Well, it's, it's excuse after excuse after excuse. And and you, you some people just get it tired. They don't have it for Felicia. They don't have the time for, for Felicia to say, well, you don't really know my situation. What do I say? Forget your situation. I don't even need to know your situation. This is the truth. Whether you receive it or not, it's the truth. Yeah. And another thing, I, I'm sound like I'm fussing now, but the reality is, is that a lot of people think that they're doing the will of God by showing, telling somebody what's wrong with them. You're right. That's, that's not, not good news. No, that's, that's not, not good not. news. Don't that's he not. he. We supposed to be telling them what they don't know. But sometimes, even so, you do it. You be like, I, I gotta tell. I gotta tell them they 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 need to know this. They but already I, know. But I'm all. But I'm doing it. The crazy part about it is, is nine times out of ten, I'm doing it out of fleshly emotion. At least you know that. That's why I appreciate having conversations. I'm doing it out of own it. frustration and because the 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 flesh and my emotions is just like ugh, like I'm 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 not. It irritates me because yeah. I feel like I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have to be phony. And not saying that I don't care how. I'm not sitting here saying oh I don't care how nobody feel or whatever the case may be. I mean, truly, at the end of the day, I do care how somebody feels. I, I was, I was about to say, I was about to say, at the end of the day, only God can judge me. However, mm-hmm. however, do I feel like people can't come and tell me what's on their mind or how they feel? And sometimes, in my, everybody say this. I got this like. But it, but it, I'm trying to think of the last few people that just told me this. Like, my, I got a strong personality yeah, yeah. because I don't mean no harm that I talk hard or whatever the case may but be. The, but the connection with it is, and this is the reality of it. But my thing is, the people, let me just say this the people that's of God or Christians or anyone that's in my life coming to me with anything, I know that I won't take it wrong or no way, especially if God laid it on your heart. Period. Hey, that's good. But the the other thing about it, Felicia, is that in this in this quest to learn and grow, my job is always to show you more about God and less about of course, you. Of course. But if that's not the agenda of the conversation, it's already lost. You're right. It's already lost. When I'm telling you about you, I've already gone out the way. I'm not right. And this will help. Um, the reason I'm sharing this is because this can help people to hold Christians accountable. 
Yeah. Don't when people call and they they're you like you know we wasting time right now. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I could sit and talk about. I don't care what it is. The minute we are not engaging in truth, the minute we're we're playing a game. The minute you the, become operating out of emotions, that's where it all falls apart. I, you do telling me things I don't need to know. You don't. Here's yeah. the thing: I don't tell people what's going on in my life, so I kind of get annoyed sometimes when somebody who uh, you say you're a Christian but you lack discernment. So you'll come to me and we you talking about something so insignificant, and I'm like, if only this person knew where I was and that I was on the brink of breaking down. They wouldn't be talking about. Uh, yeah. Did you see uh, the the latest Star Wars movie? Or they wouldn't be complaining about their day at work. But this is where we stay in, and I, I realize about about my life. But you know the people that that say, "Oh, I I pray for you. Or I've been praying for you," and, and so, you know what's so crazy? Or I thought about you and stuff like that. And I think about this because if I don't talk to you for a mm-hmm. while. And nine times out of ten, if I text you, I'll be like, what's up? What you doing? How you feeling? Mm-hmm. And you be like, wow, crazy you text me. This X, Y, Z is going on. Or this is what's going on. Or whatever. But it's crazy you hit me up at this time. And it's not, it's crazy. It probably would be more in that if I was, you know, still moving towards God and seeking God. Because I would, it would be on my heart to be like, dang, it's something that ain't, because we have a connection. You get what I'm saying? So when you... Connected to someone, God reveals, I believe, God reveals to you that time that you have to speak or that time that you have to reach out. Yeah, so so the only thing I would correct in what you're saying, because it's all about language, mm-hmm. is when you have a connection with God mm-hmm. and you love God. Mm-hmm. And you're obedient. Yes. He will reveal what to do and as it relates to everyone that you come in contact come with. in contact with not just those you love. love it's not dependent on your emotional connection with them or your growth with them and that's the that's the way um it it does offend people a lot of times because it does make it seem like I don't care outside of God mm-hmm. but that's the truth do you guys like like, I mean, it, bo- you, if, it bothers people that that's the reality, but they that's because they're still under the delusion mm-hmm. that they love with, in the absence of God. Let me see if the scripture of the day that just came to my phone is actually... First of all, I don't like the scripture of the day stuff because it's almost like a magic eight ball <laughs> of, of foolishness. Oh, God. I, I actually, because of you and, and some other people, I don't even like devotional books. Oh my God! I killed you with the devotion. Because the reality oh is, is, like the re, the reality is, is that when we look at faith, we looking at those fake testimonies to try to have faith in the. You're trying to build. I'm your, not saying it was fake testimonies. It's not, no, it's, it, I, these are well intentioned people that write these devotions. Yeah, I think they mean well. The problem is, is that you understanding how somebody else knows the person you should love yourself. I didn't know myself. It's wild. It's like meeting a guy, and then you see he got a book full of letters that his old girlfriends wrote him. Mm-hmm. And so you reading all of those letters, and you're like, dang, she really loved him. And dang, like, she was like this and that. And then you just close it, and you're like, oh, well, what else does <laughs> it right. do for you? 
Do you know what I'm saying? Me reading about how somebody else had what God said to somebody else should make me jealous. Yeah, because why am I not getting that? That's where that's how I got to the place I am now. I would hear Pastor preach and I would it would hit me and I was inspired and it changed my life. But I never was settled in dag. His relationship with God is so cool. I love just hearing this third party. Yeah. No, I, it made me want to meet the horse so I can get it out the horse's mouth. mouth. Yeah. The fact that people are so comfortable. Do you know what I'm saying? It would be like if your man told somebody something in confidence that he didn't tell you. How would you feel? You would lose your mind. Somebody came to your woman and said, listen, he told me what he's going through. He's like, what are you going through? <laughs> you right. Right? You're right. And if you and she told you and it was something he didn't tell you, you would have went to him like, well, well, well. Oh, so you you want to go right? to the horse? People don't see that as people don't see that as cheating. Right. Uh, no, it is a breach of intimacy. Oh, definitely. And guess what? Don't say that you love God and he's not saying or sharing anything in confidence with you. <sighs> he said he withholds nothing from his friends. If you don't hear God, you're not a friend of God. Mm. Oh, minister, it's so it's so powerful what God gave you on your heart. What he give you. Can we trade? Do you get what I'm saying? Because we yes. both got a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. So can you tell me what he whispered in your ear? Since I'm telling you what he whispered in mine. Do you get what I'm saying? Like we sh- we clearly don't care. About this man, this God, the way we say we do. When we don't even care that he talked to everybody but us. Exactly. We know that he speaks to us. We, th- that's how you know. Like it, it would be like if you wasn't really caring about somebody. Like you thinking about how you can break up with them anyway. And then they come to you like, I met someone. And you're like, yeah, I can't just say yes, though. I got to act like it hurt me. So, mm-hmm. so this can actually be, oh, my goodness. You really, you betrayed us like... We got to call this off. You're really you happy because you was looking for For an excuse. That's how Christians are. We are looking for an excuse to get God out of our life. That eviction notice was the perfect reason. Your loved one dying was the perfect reason. That money getting gone, disappearing out your bank account was the perfect reason to not go to Mm -hmm. church no more. We are looking for a reason to break up with somebody we only in a situation with anyway. And you know we in a situation with God. I took your word as I did. You said it the last podcast, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> the reality is we're, we're in a situation. We're only in this because it, we are in a situation where we need it. Exactly. So we're only using God for our own convenience. Exactly. And just because it changed, the need changes don't mean it's still not an empty thing. So you went from asking God for a man to asking him to save the man that you say he gave you. But why would he give you a man that is, come on, come on. The way we engage with God is as insignificant as, it's as ludicrous as a man sitting at home waiting for his wife to come home from work and make him dinner. And he's upset because dinner's late and not even realizing he never asked her about her day. 
He never asked her how she, what's going on with her. He never said, are you even up to making dinner? Because I can go order out or I can get my lazy butt up and at least make a ham and cheese sandwich or a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I know how to make something. You know what I'm saying? I, I might not know how to cook, but I can do something. I, if I'm ever acknowledging your needs or if I'm just riding you like a horse. And if you're not doing it the way I want, I keep digging my spurs into the horse. People don't even realize that. They see cowboys with those little spurs. Mm-hmm. Don't realize those things ain't on there for show. They dig those spurs into the sides of the horse to make them run fast. So when you see their legs kick up, it's not the kick out, it's the action. It's the yanking it back. They're pu- pushing those spurs into the horse mm. to make them go. And we keep doing that with God. We riding them. We ride, we on top of his word, just digging in like, come on, God, yeah, yeah. He's not going to go. He's not going. Faith don't move God. It moves you. You. That, oh my goodness. Faith don't move God. It moves you. Did G, his faith wasn't so Jesus could come to him. No. It was so that he could go to where? Jesus. Yeah. Can you imagine how Peter asking Jesus, can he walk on the water only for him to walk past Jesus and be like, where are you going? Oh, I'm just going to, you know, keep walking. Now that you let me walk on water. No. He, he, he wanted him to come to him. Yeah. Everything that God gives us is so that it can empower us to move in the direction towards him. Mm. I realize that. I, I, I'm thinking I'm blessed because I'm blessed to not have a nine to five to run a business. And God's like, I didn't do this so that you can just do whatever you want. I gave you free time so that you can do what I want. I have a lot of free time. It's not so free no more. Now it's get free time. Because I answer people calls. I talk with people. I'm constantly doing. And people it's, always it's ask me, about like, you. it's not all about yeah. me. And people are like, what you doing? What you doing? If I'm not sleeping or reading the word, studying or praying, I'm talking to people, trying to help them get out of their way and get into God's way. And then every now and then, I get a moment to just go watch a movie. I like to watch movies. I go watch a movie. But at the end of the day, my time is not my own, really. I'm all, that's why I'm always you, grateful you're, for you're those on a moments. Mission. You have a job to do. Why? Because, because I'm a minister? No, because I have, have faith. faith. You got faith. Faith propels us towards purpose, and your work not a ain't. title. And here's the thing. My faith is not to get me to a title. Mm-mm. Oh, once I do what God told, showed me to do, once he, he calls me and gives me a purpose, and a, it's an afterthought. These things you know, are afterthoughts. Oh, my God. You're just going to yawn it. Yeah. Sorry. I'm so relaxed right now. Like, I, I'm yeah, cooling. But it's like I feel like I'm in such a... Like, this is the best type of—I think this is type of, you know, setting it should be for podcasts because you want to be relaxed. You don't want to be, you know— I don't, okay. I'm not saying you're But we're be not going to describe the setting right now. But, but anyway. Um, I thought you was going to say this is the exact type of conversation that I need in my life. Oh, definitely. Every conversation I have with you, I feel like it's a conversation that I need in my life. I know, but this is what I need you to fix about that sentence. Take the words with you out. Of course, and apply it. It needs to be, 
every conversation you have, period, proves okay. to be fruitful. Not because you're going to deal with some people that's energy suckers. Yeah. But the thing is, you need to have an energy that they can suck. Because I'm going to tell you, if they suck an energy and you got faith, that's tea for their fever. When you sucking energy, they sucking energy from you, and all the energy you got is the negative energy they already got, they want more. They be like, feed me, Seymour. You got negative energy, too. Oh, you cuss me out now? It's like that? For real? Oh, you you going to do like that? Oh, I, I want more of that because all I ever known is negativity. I've been nurtured and raised off of negativity. Uh-huh. Oh, you cussing me out? My mama used to cuss me out. My father used to cuss me out. Oh, you calling me stupid? My father used to call me stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with this. You're right. And and it's like I was telling someone yesterday that <laughs> you see the danger. You see it. Well, I say that because that's what that was how I was taught in training with yes. the bus. You see the danger, but it's a plan action. And avoid it. Yeah. So that's what I was I was saying. I'm like, dang, how stupid of me. Because you see already. We, and we can't be crossing guards and patrol people. Exactly. They're just there to organize chaos. But I could get out the way. No. No. <laughs> I can't get out the way. No. Oh, gosh. See, Jesus didn't. Get out the way. You're Jesus right. didn't play with chaos. Yeah. He caused it to cease. You're right. If you know you don't got the power, the faith to cause chaos to cease, get out the way. Okay. Always get out the way. Danger. Get out the way. Don't I mix Say two that again. Songs Say together. that again. If you don't have the faith to be in the middle of chaos and cause, cause it, to it to cease, cease, get out the way. Be like the disciples. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's like deep. That. Yeah, it is. Listen, you got to be like the disciples. Before we even got to Peter, we we on the boat and Jesus is asleep on the boat. Why is Jesus asleep on the boat? Because he has faith. So therefore he has peace in the midst of chaos. But they woke him up. These are the energy suckers. They woke him up and said, Jesus is a storm. He knows the storm. He probably was enjoying the nice breeze from the storm. The way you do. When the storm and you open up your window and let that breeze in, you're like, ah, because you're not afraid of the storm because you appreciate the shelter of the home you're in. Exactly. Now, you would not be enjoying that storm if you was outside of the shelter. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's how we're supposed to be with the word. Faith is living in the word so you have peace in the storm. Yeah. So he looks at them and says, oh, ye of little faith. Because you're in a place of safety, but you don't know it. It's nothing more Mm -hmm. ludicrous. This is why Christians look crazy. Because we in a place of safety, but we screaming as if we're not. Kind of like a child crying. And you're like, I haven't even beat you yet. I ain't even give you nothing to cry about. Do you know what I'm saying? You're in a place of safety. Why are you acting like this? That's, that's what you got to understand. So when you're in this place with these people, you have to be able to speak the truth and say, not, you know what I don't like about you? You're an energy sucker. No, you know what's wrong? You don't have faith. Let's talk about this faith that can really add peace to your heart. That can really steal your mind. If you're not going to talk about that with people, 
then you, you got to get out the way. Yes, grab your raincoat and go. And go on here. Go, go, yeah. on, go on about your business. Because you're not really putting yourself in a position to really speak. He What did he do to the storm? He didn't just fuss at them for not having faith. faith. He showed them what faith can do. Come on. I'm tired of Christians who will, are willing to tell Felicia she don't have faith, but not willing to show her what faith can do. I'm tired of Christians who think that they are called to do something, but don't even can't even show what they are called to do because they don't have no faith. Mm. Come on, man. This is the reality of it. It is. So you know the, the storms that are in your life. That, you right I, in there. And there goes the umbrella again. Why are you? Listen. It's not enough that we can have peace in the storm. Because people around us who don't are going to wake us up. And when they wake you up, Felicia, you can't get mad. You have to explain to them. You don't have faith. And then let me, now that you know you don't have faith, let me show you what faith can do. He spoke to the storm, and the storm what? It was still. It was still. This mouth... What little do what Vol say? What what that mouth do? It could do a lot. Yeah, it can. It could do a lot. Yeah. See, this is where we missing it. And people keep saying talk is cheap. I just let my light shine. No, you need to open your mouth. Yeah. You don't understand. The make light is make, in your words. Make it make it make it make sense. Make it make, make it make sense. Yeah. Open your mouth and show people what is wrong. Not what's wrong with them. What's wrong with not having faith? Let me explain this to you. And then let me show you what it looked like. Mm. Jesus always reprimanded them and then showed them an example that they need to follow. When they came back and the demon, the dude filled with the demon beat them up. Mm. They came back and said, we tried. How many people you know? Well, I tried to do what you said, Felicia. I don't even know if you get people like this, but I do. So I'll just use the people. I tried, Minister Forrest, to pray like you said. I know you said if I keep my mind stayed on him, I'll keep, he'll keep me in perfect peace. I tried to think about him all day, and I still don't have peace. That means that you didn't do the work. Thinking about God is not keeping your mind stayed on him. Not at all. It's, it got to be everything that you... You see, you look, I mean, all of that, but you read. It has to be a state of mind. It's not, let me rehearse the scripture. I yeah, kept rehearsing. No. I was rehearsing the scripture. I told the young the young boy, uh, my nephew, I told him, I said, as much of a minister as I am, if I put myself in the wrong situation, my body going to move according to its reality. Yeah. Now, my job is... Because I know my body moves to its own reality. It's to constantly keep my mind stayed on God so that it can control what my body wants, wants to, to do. do. You're never going to not feel your hands swell up with anger. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? It's everybody's reaction to anger is different. I used to get, my face used to get real hot. Oh, wow. But yeah, like I get like high and my, my fists would like, like, I can feel my fist throbbing. Like, I really, like, yeah, would get I, that I, much anger. 
Like yeah, your hands yeah. start hurting. Your hands you start hurting. Like you, you like hit oh, something. My hands itch, and the only thing that can cure this itch is your face. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I no, I understand. I was I explained that to one of my girlfriends one day. Say like my hands are hurting. What do you mean? You don't understand. <laughs> that's how mad I am. The, the only way they won't stop hurting is if I make somebody I else hurt. Yeah, and that's not good at all. But the, what can bring us out of that? Faith. Faith. Faith mm-hmm. takes bad days out the equation. You're right. Do you know faith is so powerful it can overtake hormones? You know what I'm saying? Where uh-huh. God is, there is no PMS. No, it's not. Can't allow it to. Uh, right, right. Yeah, you're right. These are the realities. It's not about being a morning person. It's not about being this time of the month. It's about speaking to how you feel. It's about and believing in that faith. It can, it can standing change. under yeah. faith. You either going to stand under your hormones or you standing under faith. Yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and get me, make sure I put that umbrella of faith up. Got to put it up. Got to put it up. Right? Yeah. But this, these, this is, I hope this was helpful to people. Uh, I know it, it, it seemed like it's all over the place, but I feel like we hit a lot of good points. Oh, definitely. I do. Really? Yeah. I do. And it really helped me. It just, like you said, sometimes I don't have to fight people with, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes. They, no, never. no, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> never should I have to fight people with what they're used to. Yeah. Fights people with uh, the word of God and, and yeah. just having faith and challenging them to think something different. But you see what I'm doing. Let me Let me share this with you. I, I don't get frustrated when I'm, I'm when I'm correcting your language. No, I don't. Get you know, frustrated. you know how people correct people's grammar. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, it's you that's know I'm all for the editing. Edit me, baby. <laughs> no, no, we not edit. No, not edited yeah. like that. But what I'm saying is, fix what I'm. I said wrong. I, you can't fix people, but you can help them, teach uh, them mm-hmm. by helping them learn the language they should speak. Exactly. Because it's all about having a certain language. <laughs> what were you about to correct? You forgot? Yeah, I forgot what you... I, <laughs> oh I corrected it. I oh, did, you did? Yeah, Earlier yeah. in the... Um... Just now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I know now. you did. You corrected Yeah, me, you, said, so. you, you said something. I had to listen back, but I'm pretty sure people listen. Like, he just corrected... He, he corrected it <laughs> but, the, 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 but I'm not offended. But when we are in those situations, like, it'd be just something simple as the language that people say. Yeah. That you can just say... Hey, babe, don't talk like that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. When you say that, it's as if this is is the case or that's the case. I don't correct people's grammar no more. Now I'm correcting their language because their language is revealing who they are. Mm -hmm. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what? Speaketh. Faith comes by what? Hearing. Hearing what? The word of God. So just the same way my words can build faith in God, mm-hmm. my words could also destroy my faith in God. Okay. Right? So that's where we're going with when it says death and life lies in the power of the tongue. We have the power to push people towards God. And then we have the power to push them away. Exactly. Just by our words. So that's why the conversations are so important. This conversation was important. Episode 104, Phobophobia, part two. Faith, last week was fear. 
fear. Next week is the antithesis of fear, which is faith. Yeah. Right? So, awesome talking. See you next year. I, I think I'm a little tired of talking to Felicia on podcast. I think I'm the bomb no. and <laughs> having it more often. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that works out. But um, if you guys have questions, always ask me at Real Church Matters. Uh, you know, I'm even getting a little frisky and thinking I might just put my phone number out there, even though um, I got some creepy emails lately from places. Uh, but I do want to just be more accessible and give people opportunity. So we, I think we're going to stick with the email right now because a lot of people think like this uh, podcast is only a, in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, but it's not. Okay, It's all over the place. Like, okay. whoever goes on iTunes can access it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so I, I get people who are talking to me from all over the place. Uh, somebody in California, not not too long ago, just sent me an email just saying how they appreciated the the podcast. I don't know them. That's always mm-hmm. trippy to me. But then I you do get some weird emails and people just, like, saying uh, how much they disagree or did, found it to be... Uh, repulsive is the word that was used. But, um, you know, with those realities, I'm fine with it. I just want people to know that they can access and communicate and ask questions and even disagree. It's just hard to disagree with, with truth. And not because I'm right, but because my pursuit is to find what is right in God. And so in that journey... You, I will never spend time trying to prove I'm right or wrong. My job will always be if somebody come to me and share something with me, I they, they, I always pray that I can have the revelation to realize if what they're under what they're saying can help me understand. Because a lot of times we get so caught up in not not wanting to be wrong that we miss out on being right. And sometimes I'm not. Wrong per se, it's just that I haven't been given a clear understanding that somebody else can provide me. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just like I was saying about that whole scripture of by stripes we are healed. What they're saying about God is true. He is a healer. What they're saying about God as it relates to that scripture is not. And so a lot of times we miss it, and I'm welcome to being taught and given understanding. But I never look at it as I'm right because I don't. You're open to the opinion of others. I hear it out. If it's yeah. if it looks like truth, I'm with it. Just make sure you make it make sense. Nah. <laughs> so episode one hundred four, awesome. phobophobia part two. I'm Force Hall, and I'm Felicia Jenkins, and that was Real Church Matter. We're gone.